Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. The U.S.-Canada border issue is particularly interesting because it really does affect our economy. And yesterday saw the unveiling of what's called the Post-Promise, a national effort by Canada's business community and governments to help raise and restore consumer confidence. Goldie Hyder is the president and CEO of the Business Council of Canada. Mr. Hyder joins us on this program regularly, and we really appreciate it. Goldie, thank you so much for the time. Good to be with you, Roy. I've been watching your tweets. I hope they warmed up the studio for you. Oh, you have no idea how cold it is here. <laughs> this is, I'm getting a dress rehearsal for winter. Well, step outside. It's a gorgeous day, at least here in Toronto. I will be doing that very soon. Goldie, as far as the, uh, let's just talk about the border issue first, as mm-hmm. far as the economic uh, realities and the profitability to our economy for having the border open in both directions. What, what do we need? How important is it to get that U.S.-Canada side opened up? Well, it's critically important, and that's why I think we, you, you were right in recognizing that the Prime Minister you know, did respond to a lot of pressure from a lot of folks, including us, to say, look, we can manage the opening up of the, our side of the border safely for those who are fully vaccinated. Uh, they responded to our, our request not to make testing you know, excessive. I mean, I think it's important to have random testing, but not necessarily everybody being tested. They listen to that. We have the pre-testing, which we all agree with. Uh, we're trying to get better consistency on the proof of vaccination and or the proof of immunity, whatever you want to call it. Uh, so I, I think there's work to be done in that area. But I have to say we're extremely disappointed uh, for the reasons you cited and the clips that you played. The Americans were pushing us on this issue just as much as, as we were on our side. And now, you know, they've kind of um, walked away from their part of the bargain, if you will. And my understanding is, is the rationale in, 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 in Washington is, you know, they want to be able to treat you know, the Mexican border uh, with the same level that they're going to treat the Canadian border. And I say this with the greatest of, of, of our respect, but all borders are not created equal. Uh, Canadian vaccination rates are number one in the world. Uh, you know, we have a different relationship with the United States. We've done different things historically with the United States. And I think we should be pushing forward to open up our border, irrespective of whatever challenges they may be facing on the southern border, if that is, in fact, their reason. How strong a voice do we have in Washington? Well, I'd like to think we need to be stronger. I'll be very candid with with you, Roy, as I always am. I feel that uh, to some extent, um, you know, governments perhaps uh, around the world, but certainly in Canada, were were delighted at the outcome of the election and may have, um, you know, assumed that all things are are going to be mutual to our mutual benefit. The reality is America looks after America's interests uh, as much as any other country does their own, and we've got to be much more aggressive and assertive uh, in making the cases that we need to make on the border, on the importance of the economic um, you know, um, interdependencies that we have, these are supply chains. Uh, we have seen things like Buy America continue to be a big challenge uh, in legislation in the United States. You know what happened on Keystone. We're seeing what's going on on Line 5. You know, Canada has to stand up for Canada as much as America stands up for America. So I'd like to see, uh, you know, more aggressive uh, approach to how we manage this and, and not uh, relying on them to do us any favors, because I don't think they will. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, talk, please, uh, about this, uh, the post-promise, what it's about and what it's intended mm-hmm. to do. Well, it's interesting. We actually started this. A couple of folks came to us and said, we've got this idea that the, at some point we're going to need some kind of a, of a universal, and at least in Canada, logo that identifies the businesses that are practicing safety, you know, uh, whether it's like a good housekeeping logo or a Leeds construction logo or whatever the logo is, Canadians can identify with something and say, aha, I know that this place is doing the following things. 
turned out to be an idea ahead of its time, but good news, we kept it going. And just this week, as you announced, the uh, federal government, uh, who's been a partner, uh, and, and we've been endorsed by provincial governments as well as uh, municipalities all across this country who are saying this is exactly the kind of initiative that uh, brings people together that says we've got to start supporting our small medium enterprises again. We've got to get people feeling comfortable and confident to be able to move around in our country, whether that's through public transport or Uber or whatever the case might be. And we've got to make sure that businesses can say to their customers, uh, you know, we're not all the same. Some of us are going above and beyond to make sure that you are safe in my premises because any business pre-pandemic or otherwise, safety of their employees, safety of their customers is always paramount, Roy, because there's probably no faster way to get out of business than to tell people you don't care about how they're doing. Businesses who sign up for the Post Promise, and I encourage any of your listeners to join up, join up at www.postpromise.com, and, and so in French as well, après promise. This is a great opportunity to just show Canadians that, look, it's okay to get out, it's okay to intermix, and we're doing everything we can to keep you safe. And all these businesses take a pledge as to what they're doing to keep you safe, and all that information's on that website. And Canadians are ready, Goldie. They're more than ready. I think we're, we're chomping at the bits. Uh, I know in my life, and ever since we've been fully vaccinated in the family, you know, yes, we started the barbecue circuit, been to a wedding yesterday, and yeah, we're following the local public health guidelines as required, but... It's great to be about. We're human beings. We need to interact, and you're absolutely right. I think we've got to use this moment in the summer to prepare for the fall, like including getting you know kids ready for school again because they've suffered so much being out of school. We can't have any more lockdowns going forward, so let's make sure yeah. that we're communicating to Canadians that, look, get vaccinated. Do everything you can to get fully vaccinated. No reason you shouldn't, uh, obviously excluding health considerations. Um, get kids ready to go back to school, get people back to work so that our businesses can start that cycle again, right? Because if big businesses don't come back, by the way, if the public servants across this country don't come back to work, that's going to have a ripple effect on those small businesses and their buildings and stuff. So if we're truly all in this together, Roy, it's time to prove it and uh, let's get back at it and do so safely because we can in Canada. How would you describe the health of big business in Canada today? Well, look, I think uh, for the most part, um, with the exception of those that were severely distressed, you know, like the airline industry, hospitality industry, you know, retail, tourism, those we all know well documented as to how much they've suffered is the reason that we were making the case for the border and the restart that we are. The others, I think, have fared fairly well. We've seen unemployment come down uh, quite a bit. We're about 1.5, 1.6, I think, away from where we were on a percentage basis from where we were um, uh, at the unemployment rate back in March. I think we're ready to... to to bring people back to work um, and, and, and do so safely. And we need to work with our governments to make sure that, that there's clarity on, on, on the public health aspect of all of this and continue with our testing, tracking, and tracing because you know what, Roy, unfortunately, it's becoming endemic. This thing's going to stick around, and so we've got to do everything we can to, to beat it back uh, anytime it pops its ugly head up. But I don't think we should be seeing any more shutdowns or lockdowns, and certainly businesses um, in a smaller and medium category can't can't have that and you know our friend Dan Kelly comes on your show and tells you that regularly. If you want to hear more, subscribe to the Roy Green show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.